Welcome to Connected, where we talk about stories that connect us all. My name is Neil, and I've been a member of the Putnam Clubhouse since 2014. I'm here today with uh, two members that I know from here, um, Andrew and James. How are you? Hello. I'm Andrew. I'm James. Been a member since February 2019. And I've been coming since the uh, beginning of 2018. We were talking about topics, and what came up for me is, uh, well, one of them was mentioned, what, what is one of your biggest regrets that you, you know, if you could, you'd go back and change? That really stood out to me. But the thing that springs to mind immediately with me is that I think in dealing with my own uh, mental health, I went about it the wrong way when I was young. You know, I I self-medicated and uh, got into that whole scene and did it for far too long. Um, I was, I think, most of my 20s, um, you know, and I didn't really consider the fact that it was having a sort of a long-term effect on me, um, that type of life. And, and, you know, and I, Typically, in a young person's perspective, I didn't think about what uh, the cost would be of of engaging in that. And, um, you know, so here I am now pushing 60. I'll be 60 in November. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of things I could say had I not lived that way wouldn't be plaguing me as much today. And so, you know, without putting a finer point on it, um, I've got some some real issues, you know, uh, developed um, some long-term chronic illness. And uh, yeah, you know, if I could go back, um, God, I I really would love to give anything to go back and change that. You know, I would have, I would have not sought that out. Um, But you know, I came from a time period, I think, 70s and 80s, where um, what we know about these things now was really not known then. And uh, had it been out in the forefront the way it is now, I think I would have made some different decisions. So that's that's a regret I have. Um, yeah, just living differently. I would have used my youth a little more productively. Um, and, you know, I guess I only have that perspective now because I squandered a lot of it. So... Um, Yeah, that's one thing that occurred to me when that came up as a topic. One of my biggest regrets in life was probably uh, I kind of dropped out of high school. You know, I I was my plans were I was just gonna fall back on getting a GED, which I got when I when I was uh, eighteen. But I dropped I dropped out of high school when I was like a sophomore. It's a bad decision on my part. I should have graduated high school. Um, Yeah, I should have I should have put more effort into my into my. into my studies when I was in high school, that's one thing that that I regret. I regret a lot. Well, one good thing about that though is it's not too late to be able to go back and take care of some of that stuff that Billy you, Madison. Yeah, you, I mean, that film's like there Madison. for a reason, you know. <clears throat> like compared to what I'm regretting, it seems like you have a chance to change it, you know. Whereas with chronic illness, it's kind of with you. Daily reminder, you know. But uh, I've I've always had sort of like memorization skills or learning disabilities and in, in like arithmetic, mm-hmm. and um, 
I don't know if my I don't know if I I don't know if I have the ability to be able to to learn math at this point. I should have uh, should have focused on. I should have. I had a tutor, I think, at some at one time, and I didn't. Um, now I was a stupid kid. I didn't like doing the stuff I was supposed to do. You know. Mm. Yeah, I regret that. I should have um, buckled down and learned the stuff that I needed to learn. Because now I don't even know if I have a chance to learn anymore this point because i try to do math classes with another member here yeah i learn it while i'm doing it and then i can't remember it later i, mean, I used to be a speed freak plain and simple um wish i never got involved in any of that kind of stuff those are the two things i regret most in life you know bailing on school and um addiction becoming a drug addict well that's both of us yeah. what about you james one of my regrets uh, deciding to take myself off prozac without telling my wife or my doctor or anybody. I just made it longer and longer intervals between each dose because it has such a half-life. I was only on, I think, 20, 30, or 40, something like that. Pretty low dose. And uh, I had a relapse. The Prozac didn't work anymore. All these uh, other things I was teaching in school, and I missed a lot of days and I was trying to get they're trying to get my meds right and I ended up uh, going on retirement disability at the end of the school year how would you have changed that would you you just wouldn't have changed the dosage you were taking of the Prozac yeah I would have just kept taking it by by as the prescription you know one one daily what did you relapse on that messed you up the relapse was uh, depression. Oh, I thought it might have been a substance no. abuse. No, <laughs> I, I, I haven't <clears throat> had uh, substance abuse problems, thank goodness. Well, you know, I think what's what kind of stands out here is all of it seems to reach back towards all our cons- consecutive regret seems to reach back towards uh, some kind of medicating, medicating yourself with drugs, you know, common street drugs, which Neil and I both share an experience with, and then, and then with 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 um, you know, psych, what was psych meds, yeah, yeah prescriptions, prescriptions, which all of us, I, and myself included, dealt with, and uh, so, so whacked out the medica- that standard, uh, you know, prescription medication didn't work for me. And I just wonder, you know, why and why people in general really. Um, have this need to be medicated, you know, it's whether it's having to do with your mental issues or physical issues, you know, or, or recreational issues. Um, why medication is such a, I don't know, such a going concern, but it must be the human condition. Cause, um, I think some of the, some of the, some of the stuff out there, like pharmaceuticals, it's just a scam. People don't really need yeah. it. Some of that stuff. I'm not saying all of it, but there's probably only a small, small. There's probably really only a small portion of those kind of medications out there that people really need to take. It's better to have a a, a well balanced diet, take vitamins, and um, you know stay active. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with people's home life or their um, where they live too. That causes like stress and mental problems. Work too. If people have a job that that's like too stressful for them. What I, what I what I saw a lot of that kind of surprised me, if not alarmed me, was when I was teaching. Was the amount of kids that are 
on all kinds of medications, uh, psych meds. And, you know, I just I kind of look back to the time I was growing up and my adolescence and high school years. You know, there was no nobody was on any kind of that sort of medication or if they were. They really kept it under wraps because it, I don't remember the the discussion about meds coming in to play in my purview until really the end of the 80s, well, they didn't beginning have- of the 90s. Even then, it wasn't it wasn't that big a deal. But now it's pretty rampant. And well, people used to take Valium and Quaaludes back then. Those that's drugs. true. Now that's people true. aren't people don't take those kinds of medications to yeah, you know they, yeah. benzodiazepines. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying to stop taking. They're trying to stop people from taking those. But, I mean, these kids are being medicated because of their, you know, I don't know, how would you characterize it? Because because they're not performing at a level at which these adults think they should be, and so, consequently, the parents are seeking medications that make the kid more suitable for the classroom. I I don't know. It's just really bizarre, and, and it... It's interesting. I wonder how many of those people will look back and say, yeah, that's a regret of mine. I wish I had never done that with my kid or vice versa. The kid saying, I wish I had never allowed, you know, to be talked into taking these medications. It's interesting. I was I was um, diagnosed with ADHD when I was in um, elementary school, very young, like one first or second grade. Yeah. And I was on. um Ritalin and Adderall. Ritalin, yeah. <clears throat> and Adderall, so, yeah. I got, Adderall was huge when I was in school. I got put on medication at a young age. Teaching. And um, I don't think any of it was really good for me, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, yeah, like I, I mean, said, it's better to it's better to have like um, to have a healthy lifestyle. A lot of people that take medication, they act like the medication is going to, is going to make them healthy. Yeah, that's not true. Um, not and you well it could but it has to be along with having a healthy lifestyle and taking good care of yourself and getting your vitamins and i think there are some short-term effects a lot of people short-term benefits a lot of people that take medication they don't practice they don't practice healthy lifestyles they don't exercise or take vitamins and stuff so it's kind of like yeah i don't know they're um they're kind of wasting their time on medication in that aspect. It's, mm-hmm. it's much better to try to practice healthy life. So. Yeah.